So <laughs> don't look at me like that. So don't look at me like that. <laughs> like what? As if uh, I've I got no I got nothing going on. Good. I just I'll, wanted right, to say. I'll just do it then. I just wanted to. I, I just wanted. I don't know. I was about to say. Let's begin. What's our angle in? What's our angle in? I want to do the intro. Uh, why you, do you want to do you've it? You've underperformed. The committee's back. Hang on. What fucking committee? The judgment committee. All right. Who's on the judgment committee? I want to know the panel of my peers. Okay, I need to so impress. Firstly, yeah. Number one member. Is this where you go through your fucking characters <laughs> no, now? I'm not. No, no, no. <laughs> Go on. That's a different issue. All right. Biscuits versus Brandoff is a different issue, yeah? Mm-hmm. Which, you know, we all know. Hello, welcome to Cheap Show. This is the economy comedy podcast for your ears. Yeah! Where we go for the bargain bins, the charity shops, and the pound lands. Oh, no! Jumble sales! Oh, no! I don't believe I asked for your input on well, this intro. That's what I was going to say. You didn't let me. Ha- what the judgment committee had said. All right, you tell you what. You didn't even listen Oh, it was tired judge- before it started. <laughs> it was tired before it started. It was a tired you know idea. Ah, uh, it's a time. Maybe, maybe, maybe the, the the committee is tired, Paul. Do you know why they're tired? They're tired of you. <laughs> oh, they, you exhaust them. This is the judgment who is of it? the committee. Who is it? It doesn't matter who it is. It's no one. Just, just it's know this. You and just your know collection this. of dirty underpants. Just know this, Paul. You make little sock puppets out of your grotty little undercarriage, and they have conversations with yeah, each other. Yeah, they do. And they have platonic... Your shitty committee. <laughs> it's Cheap Show, everybody. Hello, welcome yeah, to Cheap right, Show. Good, good. I hate you and your fucking noodle posse. People love noodles, right? It's a fact of Cheap Show you're going to have to fucking accept. Noodle time. Tales from the dance floor. Nuzzle. Go on, Paul. Yeah. Source update. Source trough update. It's not a segment. It's not a segment if you give it your jingle. It's just not. It's not automatically Listen, a jingle. Everything is a segment. No. That's how I live my life. It's a way of life. Right. Everything's a segment. Uh, I'm done with this recording. Stop. No, don't stop. Look, there's stuff in the source. I'm gonna I'm gonna stand up now and get some source items out. Do you want to make some more noise while you're at it, you clumbering big fat bastard? <laughs> right, clumbering. <laughs> yeah. That's good, actually. The Thank committee you. approves. Oh, the <laughs> committee approves. Right. Just a... It's a not... It's a segment... Um, uh, quick question. Is uh, Skitty Politi on your shitty committee? <laughs> <laughs> no, because they're quite a well-respected pop art group. Are they? Yes. Good. They'd be on no one's shitty committee. Okay. I, that's not what it's called. Oh, it is? You know what? I wish I'd shaved my mouth. Your mouth? Because the the moustache has got to that extent where it's all curling in like spider's legs into my... Four minutes in. <laughs> into my mouth. What? Four minutes in and you've you've gone off about your sources and your hairy mouth. I haven't gone off about my sources. You haven't allowed me. They're here. Here cometh 
the source segment. Here come the source. You got the McDonald's. I hate this is not a segment. I'm, <laughs> no, not, not, I'm not allowing this to be a segment it's not, on this fucking podcast. It. You don't have to allow it. Right. Just grin and bear it. Oh. Take it as I pound you with my sauce. God, segment. what a fucking horrible thing to say. <laughs> I'll pound my sauces on you. The sauce trough delivers. <laughs> right. Barbecue dip. Yeah. That's a Mer- that's a McDonald's one. Yeah. You have to pay extra for those. What do you think of that? I have no opinion on this it. This is a Heinz. This is a Heinz barbecue sauce. Now, if you saw that sauce packet from the back, Paul, yeah, what would you say? Uh, vinegar. It's not though, is it? No, it's barbecue sauce. Yeah, you kind of uh, <laughs> right. took away the surprise somewhat there. This is a new member of the sauce department. This is not a segment. <laughs> <laughs> what have I got there, Paul? Ginger. It's ginger. It's that kind of ginger you get with sushi to clean the palate. Like pickle ginger. Pickle ginger. That comes in. A I've sachet. recently found out Stuart Ashton doesn't like it, doesn't he? he? He reviewed it on it on his recent channel, just by itself, some pickled ginger. Yeah, in a bag. Yeah, other stuff as well. But that was a smoke. It was like he did a whole video on pickled ginger. I wouldn't just eat it by itself, but as a palate cleanser between courses in a tri- Japanese meal, mm. very good. Um, do you know this? <laughs> and I'm going to say it again: is not a segment. Okay, here's the star of this non-segment. Right. Fucking Tabasco in a sachet, mate. Uh, Branded Tabasco in a sachet. What's it Have you make seen that? everything better? It does. So if you poured it over your life, would it make it better? I do. I mean, that, put... I do do that. Hey, if I put it in put... my meters, <laughs> yeah, would it make it better? What about uh, Tabasco poultice? Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tabasco poultice. Well, you'd need some kind of um, jellifying agent to suspend the, you know, it needs a bit more solidity that, as a poultice. It, you can't have a liquid poultice. That's just a that's just a liquid. That's I'm a, sorry if that idea was ridiculous to you. That's a pancake. It's not a pancake. Is, is so, your quote unquote segment over? <laughs> no. Look, I want the committee demands. <laughs> Don't bring in the committee. It demands some kind of reaction about. The, look at that. It's a beautiful All right, thing. Here's my reaction. All right, he's just put, done a sort of thing with his mouth. So, it's a Tabasco, and it has the the the. the, the Iconic Tabasco bottle mm. in a lovely, pleasing graphic representation on this sachet. And it's Tabasco. And uh, I got it at Pret-a-Manger. So things are getting better in the world. When, the, when Tabasco is available in sachets in our country of Britain, Paul, things ain't that bad. There'll be a photo of that on the website, everybody. There's fucking not going to be a picture of that on the website. Why not? Because the Gannon Committee <laughs> won't allow it when Why it comes so to... Why so mean? Because the Gannon Committee's... In... What's it off... What's it? My it's committee... no sweat off your fanny, is my, it? My committee it's is not... in charge of social media. It's and I've got fl- to control the message. It's no fluff off your crack. It's it's a lot of fluff on my crack. <laughs> it's, yeah, well, roll it off. My crack is fluff-tastic. Get one of those mini hair rollers and use that to get the fluff out of your crack. Oh, one of those, like, sticky paper The linen things. rollers. Ooh. They could have been... They be could nice. be adapted, that idea, for wanger nuts. For Klingons? Yeah. Uh-huh. Just do, you, like, do you have a hairy arse and lots of dangling pieces of shit from it? Wanger nut away. <laughs> Wang away. Wang away. Wang away. It's a abrasive, sticky roller that you literally get inside both cheeks with. Win it. Give win it, it or win it's be gone. Wang away or win it's be gone. Well, you can win it today by entering our competition. If you want your own wang away, just answer this question. Uh, how many ducks do I have in my... <laughs> <laughs> Come on. How many ducks do I have in my imaginary staircase? Well, here we go. If you think you know the answer, get in touch with Cheap Show HQ London. Thank, Thank you. you. So, Paul, what have we got coming up on the show today? 
today, we've got a trip to the League of Snacks. Aha. Uh-huh. Ah. Now, that's serious. Now, we, we have been joking. We've been messing around. Have we? <laughs> have we? We've, there's been a bit of messing around at the yeah. top of the show. You know? Mm-hmm. There was the whole sort of you pretending that a segment that is a real thing isn't a real thing. But when it comes to the League of... So, I'm just talking to my committee. Yeah, it's not a thing. You don't have a committee. It, you don't have a committee. It's not my committee. Me. <laughs> The yeah. judgment panel. The oh, the, no, that's more. It's like when you say death panel. <laughs> the judgment panel the is judgment a real thing. Panel, and I'm totally independent of the judgment panel. Okay. Well, then, good. I'm I'm actually in my committee and fully involved in the process. Yeah. And so, therefore, I get to say to you, there was no picture of Tabasco on our website. Uh, why? Nor will there now ever be. Why? There is a Tabasco wide ban. Listen. Going Paul. on in Cheap Show. As of now, I hate to because say of th- your fucking behaviour. So <laughs> Listen, I was just you trying brought to, this on yourself. I was trying to be nice. If you can't regulate yourself, I have to regulate was, for you. I was fucking trying to be nice. Yeah. But if it has to come down to this, I'm going to have to state something right now, Paul. Oh, go on. Everybody loves the sauces trough and... The source. People want to know about my source life. You know what? It's Actually, part of this show. It will always be part of this show. You know show. what? Right now, I'm going to put a tweet out, right? I know this isn't live and all this kind of stuff, but I'm going to put a tweet out, right? And I'm just going to put a tweet out that says, it's got a little poll on, right? So let me just put it together. Poll. A little poll on. Do you care about Eli's... Oh, hang on. Let me... Uh, the content that not me... new... Listen. I'm in charge of social media. I'm in charge of social media. You're asking the wrong question. You're gonna you're gonna bias the answer with the question. Do you care about Eli Snoid's sauce trough? Not care. Right? It's not care. Have you got an interest in sauce? So yes, no, that's it. Alright, I'm gonna start the poll now. Okay? So throughout the show, I'll check in on this poll and see what people think. Alright? And by the end of this recording, even if you just get one vote. That's even if you just get one vote, then yeah, we'll find out if people care about your fucking source trough. And then the committee will act upon the data, okay? My committee will act upon this data. <laughs> Mate, and then I'll take it to the president of If you Cheap don't show. put the photos on the main website, my Twitter will have the photos. Best believe that. Oh, great. On your Instagram. And my Twitter. Not Instagram. That's Why just, not? Because it's... What, for your brutalism? It's sacred. It's for your dirty corners of London where you like to fucking it, masturbate. It's a sacred place. It's not a sacred place. Right, here we go. People are already retweeting it. And so far, one person says, yeah. (laughs) You are. Well, it's going to be up there for another day. So we won't know the full answer until this time tomorrow. Fine. All right? But for now, the jury's out. Okay. All right? If you want to do this. And this is a referendum. If you want to uh, resort to To populist tactics. To to Brax exit. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that a Santana album? Brex Asco. <laughs> that is a Santana album. Is it? Well, there you go. Yeah. A Braxus. Uh, so we will act on this. If you, if the listening public want there to be a source trough section, there that will be. You're the one who said it didn't. It wasn't a segment. I didn't insist it wasn't a segment. You In said. Fact, I said source... it was news. I said it's source report is what I said. Right. Can we doing... have reports? What's the difference between a report and a segment? We're doing exactly. Le- you haven't thought this referendum through. You haven't thought about the wording. You're opening a Pandora's box. What's later up? in the show, we've got Leader Snacks. We'll get into that a bit oh, later. Yeah. And then, oh, the finale of today's episode. Thanks to Video Games Basement, we have a second story from Derek. Uncle Derek. And all I know, because I've not listened to it yet, all I know is it's called The Time I Bought an Egyptian Carpet. Now, 
as we discussed earlier, it's loaded, Paul. Uh, there's a certain things. Judging by the first story that yeah. we received, there's a couple of things that come to mind. Because let's be honest, when the t- story of like the tiger at Woodside came to me, Brookside, I thought, Brookside. Sorry, I was like interested. Nor in my imagination did I ever think it would go to the realms of old man masturbating and scaring a lady tiger to death. <laughs> so no, it's not one of those things that you couldn't have. You couldn't. You, you just you had a, a, um, an infinite room of monkeys on. On BBC computers, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But quite apart from the uh, sanitation issue there, yes. they probably would never come up with that as a, no. a storyline. So, uh, Paul, can I just say, yeah. two things leap to mind. Let's have the, what, what it's called again. The time I bought an Egyptian carpet. Now, judging by the, his whole attitude in the first story yeah. and his sort of uh, subtextual desires and sort of things needs. That, poked at, needs yeah. that poked out, I'd say... This will have some classic World War II era racism about, oh. about people from the Middle East. So all Alibaba's camel, yeah, all that kind of stuff. Uh, what they call it, uh, Orientalism, was like the the movement oh, in, the, in the it, it was an Egyptian sort of mo- uh, not a, uh, a Victorian movement where they like from the Empire days, kind yeah. of yeah. They bring back the art um, from places like China and yeah the Arab world, and then they'd uh, like when Elvis what Elvis did. Well, that's to why they rock- call it China, isn't it? That's why they call China, China. Why? Because it came from China. Porcelain came from China. This is interesting. Okay. <laughs> Shut up. No. So, there's going to be some casual racism, or yeah. sort of ingrained societal sort of racism, I yeah. reckon. But also, Egypt. Yeah. The Sphinx. Yeah. The Sphinx. What is, look- the, what is the Sphinx? It's got the body of a cat. And it has ladies' breasts, though, and, doesn't it? And a lady's face. And a lady's face. Oh, he's going to be in muck chuck in heaven. He's going to be... There'll be something about how he wants to fuck a sphinx. I reckon there's going to be a, a magic sphinx. carpet. Sorry, fuck a sphinx. There will, fuck be, a sphinx. there'll be like something in the rug, like a genie, or there will be it'll be like a magic carpet, and you go. And then I flew over the young girls' training camp <laughs> and saw them all doing squats. <laughs> uh, so that's coming up on the show. Okay. So we don't know. I don't know what's going to be about. I think. I think we will be able to detect a hint of being attracted to f- the feline. Well, I think that's the subtext here. Fingers crossed. He likes pussy. <laughs> and not just, you know... Yeah. Not normal, not ladies' pussy, like No, that's the opposite. When he says he likes pussy, he actually likes cats. Do you know what I mean? No, he wants yeah, to fuck no, a cat. I got He that. wants to fuck a cat, is what I'm trying to tell you. Let's start the Source show. Source report. Let's start the show. There's no of that. <laughs> Bum pa pa bum League of Snacks <laughs> I forgot what our serious music is for that <laughs> Do that, that's good. I love yeah. it. Yeah. What is that music? The committee I... says yes. Yeah. <laughs> what is that music? Da, 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 da. It's Mastermind. Da, yeah, okay. Well now <laughs> yeah. it's now it's League of Snacks theme. Yeah. Da, 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 da. League of Snacks. And Chris. <laughs> Chris. <laughs> Welcome to leagues of, a league of uh, the league, the league of of snacks, and not Rhett and Links snack fight down. What do they call, call it? I oh, don't. But isn't that a, isn't that a um, 
a Nick from Brand Off Brand Brand Off Brand. Oh, they, no, that's their brand knock off, off knock, knock on, knock off. Knock, oh, they do knock. another thing where they taste crisps and, yeah. le- and leg- legalize them. No, not <laughs> do you mean legalize them. Legalize it, <laughs> crisps. Well, you know what they should fucking legalize, Paul. What? As we will both know, cheese moments. Bring che- back cheese moments. Well, the ongoing. You hear of this, cheese walkers? Moments. We're here. We're in our bunker. And we're ready for cheese moments to make a return to the Christmas snack scene of this country. We're here. We're Guyer. <laughs> what? We're here. <laughs> we're Guyer. <laughs> we don't like no cheesy moments. <laughs> yeah, God, Paul. Fight the system. That was bad. Oh, how bad? Pretty bad. But yeah. amusing because it was so bad. All right. Yes. I'll be back. It's 30 votes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do all of them. <laughs> How would you get a grizzly out of a cave? What kind of cheese do you use? I don't know. Come on, Bert. That's <laughs> fucking excellent, man. <laughs> have I never heard that? that? How have you not heard that before? Oh, mate, that's, re- that's really tickled me. Like, I'm not even laughing, but that... Uh, what, I can... did the, what did the cheese say? What did the cheese say in the mirror? Come on, Bert. No. <laughs> no. Hello, me. Oh, that's not as good. Oh, oh. So far, the poll says uh, in 30 votes, 87% say yes. 13% say no. Okay. And through a democratic process, Paul, a new segment is born on Cheap Show today. Source report. Before the end of the episode, mate. And once the full tally's in, that's when I'll make a proper decision on this referendum. Okay. All right? Yeah. Calm down. Do, 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 do. You've gone out the you've gotten out the gates early. Do, do, I'll do, give do, you do. don't you fucking do 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 do. <laughs> Source report. League of snacks time. League anyway, of snacks. Where we go through the branded crisps and we see how they rank on our scale of crisps. Yes, and snacks. And what, uh, are, what are the categories again? The categories you have flavor. The flavor of the snack, which is a very important aspect in the crisp world it of is. today. And then, what's the next most important thing, Paul? It's texture. Texture. I mean, it's crisp. A crisp needs to be crisp. And in fact, the name of a crisp, if you if you think about it, refers almost entirely to its texture. It, They're it, not it called a salty, no, no. are they? They're not called a salty. Oh, I'll have a bag, a bag of softs, please. Yeah. I want a bag of wets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Some people do ask for uh, that. Yeah, a bag yeah. Of, I'll have a bag of wets. I'll have a bag of wet and slimies. Come on, darling. I'll give you £5 for a bag of wets. Oh, what's that? Don't know. Piss panties. Just fucking smear it, it in my piss- mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Don't care what it is, love. But for five, I want it in my mouth. Oh fucking hell! Flavor, right. texture. What else? It's price, value for money. Uh, yep, value for money, which is sort of important, but the hardest one for us to really make a, an actual sort of scientific judgment about, Paul. Because we, some- have, we don't do the research. No. We don't do the research. And then nostalgia is our fourth. Nostalgia, very important. Also very contentious. Uh, very subjective, yes. But, but ultimately, this is our show, our league. Yes. And we've come up with these. And, we've and our committees have both spoken. And the, the cultural impact of um, a crisp is a very important factor in its ongoing success or not success of. Indeed. That is exactly... Right. Thank you. So, shall we just crack on? Let's crack on. Crack, so, o- crack open the crisps and I think we'll we've crack done, on. I think we've done some big names already on the show. I we think have. we can all agree. We've done some of the, like, Monster the Munch. Quavers, Very Hula Hoops, Monster Munch. Pringles. Pringles. Uh, today, I thought we'd go for a brand that came Walkers. Peanuts. We did Peanuts Yeah, we've well. done Peanuts. You're going for a non-Walkers brand. But still, a popular and well-known brand. So, I have gone today... Are you sure they're not made by Walkers? 
Oh, this is where Let's I have a look. Okay, well, announce it. Announce the crisp. Ladies and gentlemen, we are trying today a range of crisps from the company McCoy's. Ahaha. Now, I think McCoy's are just a brand that are owned by KP. I'm having a look. Have a look at who makes them. I don't see it. It looks just like Let me Ma see. It says McCoy's. Right, what's that? Beef. Uh, you've got beef, and I've got KP snacks. Oh, detect. Eli knows his did stuff, I, ladies Did I know and that? I did know that, yeah. Eli knows his stuff. Now, I think KP are not Walkers, are they? They're not Frito-Lay. No. So you are right. In but didn't KP used to be Smiths? Didn't it used to be KP Smiths? No, because they used to have their own crisps. KP had, like, like your classics, your cheese and onions, salt and vinegars. Yeah. They were actual crisps, if you don't. But they're most famous for yeah. nuts. Aren't they? Yeah. KP nuts, which we did. We did the KP. We've done dry roasted. I've got some there near the sauce trough. Half eaten. I've what, got... the sauce trough? <laughs> <laughs> I've got some, uh, I've got nuts in the house. So. You've got nuts in the house, yo. McCoy's. Now, but let's have some opening uh, impressions, Paul. Mm, Betty. <laughs> <laughs> what? Come on. <laughs> no, I mean, that makes me laugh, but come on. You've got to think of the demographics, mate. I do. And I don't care. you got to remember. This is our show. All right. I'm just going to look at McCoy's on Wikipedia to do some background research. Okay. McCoy's is a brand of crinkle cut crisps made in the United Kingdom by KP Snacks. First introduced in 1985. It is I was going to ask. That's a very important thing. And it's marketed under, under the slogan, the real McCoy's except no imitations. Man crisps, they were called at oh. first. Back in the days when you could do that. Remember Yorkie? Girls can't eat this. Yeah. I don't think they really thought that they was They can it. still do that, can't they? Yeah, but didn't they, they have a... They've had campaigns just a few years back, Yorkie. Yeah. Where they sort of did it as a... Ironically. Do you know what I mean? I think it was ironic. They did it as a joke. Yeah, but... No, but no. Products were marketed straight at Agenda unironically yeah, of course. back in 85. Like perfume they? and washing up liquid was always sold yeah, to but... women and men got brute. Yeah, but there was also like the lady loves cream tray. <laughs> lady loves a creamy tray. <laughs> Milk tray. Be cream after I'm done with it. What, so you're going to like dress up in black, I'll break into a them. woman's bedroom. I'll curdle it. And leave a big tray of your spunk on her bedside table with your phone number on a card. Because the lady loves cold spunk. Oh. <laughs> she does though, Paul. No, she, she doesn't. <laughs> unless you know one specific woman who does. Can you imagine me trying to do the ninja? <laughs> or climbing up outside someone's building, up a drain pipe with a tray of spunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Sorry, I spilt it down your oh. fucking gutter in. Um, right, the lady does McCoy's not... <laughs> is the third biggest brand in the bag crisp market, with 5 million packets consumed each week and nearly a third of all UK households consuming the product. So there you go. What's, is... the biggest, what's the second biggest brand then? Well, unfortunately, it doesn't say here. Well, so that you'd think the first walkers, walkers, we are at a loss. It might be Pringles. Read that sentence again when he says it. I think it's bagged. He says bagged products. They're cheap. Crisp is the third biggest brand in the bagged crisp market. Yeah, no. Mm. Well, who make Monster Munch? Smiths. No, no walkers. walkers now. But Smiths is still distinguished as a brand, isn't it? Oh, Within look at the... this. In 2013, McCoy's unveiled a packaging concept in which the crisp bag is opened along the longer side to allow bigger hands to fit in. Men's hands. <laughs> Men's hands. you got to get it wider. So there's all kinds of different flavours, blah, 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 blah. Is that what you're going to do these days? No, then they should change back. Oh, I don't know. Maybe they change back. Maybe I just haven't learned the process. But yeah, there you go. That's McCoy. So we've got two of their most popular flavours, flame-grilled steak and uh, salt and vinegar to try okay. today. Um, they did have cheesy cheese flavour, but I just I couldn't Cheese and onion, Because we do have 
They do the classic ones. They do all of the classic ones. And yeah. I think at the time, in the mid-80s, it's a sort of Americanized uh, branding, yeah. wouldn't you say? Yeah, no, it McCoy's is. McCoy's is a very sort of American, like, or down-homey sort of thing. And I think... Rustic and yeah. earthy and like a, lub- a lumberjack would yeah, eat it. It's exactly. that kind of thing. It sounds like a lumberjack's name. And I think at the time, you didn't really get ridged crisps. No. In our fair isle. And I think they were sort of trying to sell it as an exotic Americana a little kind bit. of product. Well, 85 came in and all of a sudden snacks were becoming slightly more serious. Slightly more, uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know, I don't want to say classy, but you know what I mean? Like, start, Chris started becoming more adventurous. It wasn't just cheese and beef and whatever. It was all kind of cheese and chive and all those kind of flavours started yeah. coming in. To kind of adult. Make was that mid-80s? More- wasn't mid-80s just you'd... You still had Golden Wonder back in the mid-80s. Yeah, but I'm saying it began there, didn't okay. it? It so, began with things like McCoy's, I guess. Here we go. Let's just open them up. Let's just get in there. Open at the same time. We'll crack through this. I'm going to open the bag of salt and vinegar. Well, what have you got? I've got the, the flame-grilled steak. Right, so I'm going to shake it up and get a huff. And they kind of go for macho where they can. They go yeah. for a macho flavours. Salt and vinegar is kind of a... It's huff time. Oh, it's a nice tart vinegary huff. That's a good half. That is a, a good, good salt and vinegar half. That's a comforting salt and vinegar half. You know that. what I mean? It's not too sharp. A bit like opening a bag of chips from the chippy. It's got a nice potatoy undercurrent. Yeah. Right, open yours. Again, Eli is testing today the flame grilled, what was it, beef steak. Oh, what's wrong? It's very guffy. Is it very guffy? <laughs> it's, it's got a guffy half, Paul. Oh. Nice. Oh, very beefy. Beefy guff. It feels like when you've just walked into a room someone's farted in. Yes. And they've left since. Someone you love. Yeah, and it lingers. Because if you didn't love them, do you have to smell let it nice. linger? <laughs> do you have to? So, if you didn't love them, you wouldn't, they wouldn't smell good. So let's just dive right in. I'm going to take the vinegar and you're going to take your beef. And now we swap. I'm going to have a palate cleanser. Oh, I'm not doing such a thing. I'm just going to dive straight in. Don't touch your chilli. Uh, no, not your ginger. I might have the ginger. As a just drink your drink. Oh. I'm having ginger as a palate cleanser. I know. Nora's <laughs> on it like a fucking rabbit. Now, that really does cleanse the palate, Paul. Right, good. Now I have some salt and vinegar. Christ, he's rushing me through the segments today, ladies and gentlemen. Well, we've got a lot to get through. That fucking audio we're going to listen to is 20-odd minutes. <laughs> we're going to be stopping and start on it. Let's start with flavour. Where do you want to go? So let's start with salt and vinegar as it's fresh well, in your mouth. Got, but we're going to have to do them both, aren't we? Yeah, but I'm just, you know, I'm just... Well, the salt and vinegar's a better flavour than the beef. The beef has a very generic sort of uh, artificial beef flavour to me. Did and it you doesn't find linger that? too much. And kind of in your mouth and then it's gone. You would have you would have uh, preferred more length on the beef. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I, want, I wanted to have the beef in my mouth for longer. <laughs> before it disappeared, yeah. Yeah. you know? Yeah, I agree. It's a bit flimsy. Yeah, so not... But the salt but did vinegar. you agree that the beef is also has that sort of generic uh, artificial beef sort of um, flavour to it? It's not it, overpowering because it's, it's gone very quickly. Well, but it felt more bacony. Do you agree? It's got a bit of bacon almost to it. Have a try again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not awful. No. But I think compared to the, the salt and vinegar, it's That's much stronger. Something. Very acute flavour. Very tart. Yeah. And sometimes I can be off-putting to have salt and vinegar. Sometimes it's a really sharp, tangy taste. But this one... Do you know what I'm going to say, Paul? I think it's the texture that helps because the, the texture delivers that, the sharpness. Yeah. 
of the salt and vinegar first. Then, as it mulches down, oh, it, mulches. it sort of softens it. Mm. Do you see what I mean? The actual yeah. potato comes through because it mulches and down it softens in your mouth, the tang, which is a good effect. Do you see what yeah. I mean? Whereas with the bacon, so uh, there's the a journey. There's a flavour journey in your mouth, is what we're saying. Yeah. With that, with the salt and vinegar, there is a flavour journey in your mouth that mm. is unique to the product mm -hmm. at hand. Yeah, I, I like it. And Do I you like know what I'm saying? Yeah, because crinkle cut are meant to, uh, or ridge cut to be fair, yes. are meant to hold the flavour because there's, there's more surface. I mean, I don't more surface it. area. It's a whole flavour. Whatever. But, I guess. Well, they deliver it in a different way to your tongue. Yeah. I mean, this can't be this. You know, you know, yeah. and I know. Oh, I know. That if you, it's like gravity affects how a sandwich tastes. Oh, this fucking shit. <laughs> you know what I mean. No, I don't know what you mean well, about gravity affecting sandwiches. Well, I'll explain. Imagine you have a sandwich, yeah? Put some butter on, mm. put a slice of ham on, put some mustard on top of that, put some lettuce on top of that. Yep. Take a bite. Imagine that. Now, <laughs> yeah. imagine turning that upside down. What's hitting your tongue first now? The That's lettuce. not gravity, is it? It's orientation of the snack. Orientation in the context of the gravity well that we live within. The Earth. You're talking fucking... Top and bottom <laughs> only makes, makes sense. With in, your creamy in the tray. <laughs> right. So that's what I'm saying. Texture affects the deliverance of flavour. Right. So let's just we get need a to score. We need some scores. Ten. Out, out of ten. So um, salt and vinegar. I'm going to go... Eight. I think oh. it should be higher than that. Really? It's a very tasty crisp. All right. So where would 8. you go? 8.5. All right. I can do 8.5. Beef, though, I'm I'd feeling... Go seven at the most. I was going to say six. Yeah, 6.5. I thought six was quite 6. weak. 6.5. 6.5. Texture. I like the crunch. They've both got a great crunch. Well, that is the whole thing. Yeah. That's their whole marketing is based on the sort of ruggedness. The ruggedness. rough outdoor Ooh, ruggedness. The bravery. It's hard. It's got Ooh. more... It's Ooh. more of a meal. Oh, it's, it's... It's not just a flimsy crisp. It's, it's not your stupid, wanky... No. It's someone putting their beef in my mouth and having a good old fight inside. That's what it's all about. It's got a woodiness. It's got a nice bit of It's wood. got a barkiness, like I'm a big mm. wolf man in the woods yeah. eating Grr. bark. Grr. Oh, I got nettles at me, Patsy. <laughs> Up your jacksy. Take that bit out, right? <laughs> you won't, really. That laugh says you won't. Please. Right, don't. what's your texture? I'm going to both get the same for this. I'm going to say nine. Does what it says on the tin. It's a good texture. And it's a great crunch. It, it's the it's the texture they've built an empire on. And, and quite rightly too. You know? Yeah. Value for money. Now, these were single packs. But these say... 90p they were. 47.5 grams. Does that sound like quite high grammage to you for a pack of that size? It is a grab bag, which is slightly bigger than your classic. A little bit. And again, like, sold in sandwich but, deals as well, meal deals. But is a, like, um, a packet of Monster Munch, that's not 47. It? Well, I don't know. It was something like 30 grams, isn't it? But it's less. I don't know. I think they're good value for money. And I think that's... Yeah, for the... the I well, think people think of them as more... You know when people think, oh, I'm going to get a sandwich and a packet of crisps for lunch. Yeah. It doesn't feel like a real meal. I think psychologically... They uh go on. They uh they think that's going to be more fulfilling, McCoy's. Right, don't they? I guess I think that. So what are we going to go for value for money? Eight. Okay. Seven point five. Seven point five. Seven point five. Because they're still a little bit costly, but yeah, grab bag. And then nostalgia. Well, ah, ah, mm, mm. isn't it? I don't like their whole marketing campaign. I'm not a huge fan of it. I, I, I think, and it seems very um, anachronistic these days, doesn't it? With the whole a sort of outdoorsman. Bit. Sort of 
you know? Well, yeah, but I kind of... The macho-ness, it seems it, a bit... Uh, it's a bit. It suffers from a bit what Yorkie suffers from, where it's like it's kind of had to lose that edge it had by being the rugged snack. And actually now it's just it's it's just wallpaper with all the other snacks and it is. treats out there. But so, it has become a fixture, hasn't it? Yeah. But packet like, of McCoys, people say, I'll have a packet of McCoys. But for me... You know what they mean? You yeah. Know? You know what they're no, saying? What, no, what are they saying? They're saying, I'll have a packet of McCoys. What does that mean? It just means, get some McCoys. Are you saying they're like a lumberjack? <laughs> They've got a stripy shirt on. Yeah. I mean, a checkered shirt, like you. Oh, I should be eating McCoys. I'm a man. They and, didn't uh, really... They never love grabbed... It. Sorry? I love it, being a man. Oh, sometimes dead is better. <laughs> I love that. Anyway, right. Nostalgia, what are we going to say? I'm going to say, like, Six? It's yeah. lasted, but it doesn't hold any particular memory for no, me. Not in the it's way, a bit nebulous. The, the, who's got the strongest nostalgia of Monster of, Munch? Yeah, easily. You've got, you can imagine the monsters. I think about putting packets of crisps in the oven to get those little yeah, badges, little shrinky dink things. Which you could do with McCoys. No I one guess. does though, do no. they? They don't do that. Do well, they, they do, do on they? Etsy. You see loads of things like that on Etsy. McCoys is no one's sort of favourite snack. It's gener- it, it's generational, so maybe it's hard for us to comment when people younger than us might not have that association with like Watsits or yeah. Quavers. So, but I still think it's a bit. It's it's like it's it's the B and Q of snacks. Yeah, it's very wallpaper. You're right, very vanilla. Although they so don't do say, that flavour. I would say six. And also, it's um. A fake Americana. Yeah. Know? I mean, there's this. But they also of... say it's a Scottish thing. Yeah. I think it reminds you of big, rugged Canadians having a nice wrestle behind a tree. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, six, I'm saying. Where do you think? Lower, higher? Marvellous. Six is fine. I think six. six is fine. All right. So, let's tally these up. Uh, so, we have nine, ten. Eight. You do the math. Oh, bloody hell. On those two. It's just because your brain's faster with maths and I don't do numbers. Come on, Grandad. Okay. Uh, yeah, give me the scores. The results are in, Paul. Beep, 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 Salt and vinegar have scored very well. Okay. Well, they're a very good crisp, I'd say. Yeah. And they're on 31. Excellent. That's great news. 31 for the... That's not too bad. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. And uh, beef flavour, 29. Excellent. There are other flavours of McCoy available. Yeah, and we'll get to them in time. Uh, I do like their, their cheese and onion. I think they do well with the classic flavours. Not too funny with the... Uh... Uh, but they also are a brand that have been messing around with extra new ones oh, over they the dabble. years. They, they dabble. dabble with All ham. sorts. Paprika. Paprika. Well, talking about dabbling, we're going to just step just just outside the league to maybe talk about kind of like, I don't know, what, what do we call snacks that we try but are just outside the league that aren't really allowed in? Like we don't really rate them. They're just a bit of fun. For your consideration. Mm, I like that. Okay. For your crispiration. So we were, told about, we were told about these on um, the internet. Yeah. People and... let us know about these. Oh, they're super hot. You want to try them on the show? Ooh. Paul, so... I've got a little prediction. Yeah. Are they hot? Are they fuck? Well, they both have three. I'll rub them on my bum. Extra That's hot. A... Oh, yeah. Extra That's what it hot. Says. So anyway, long story short, we were given. Well, not given. Like... Not given. I was... <laughs> oh, God. I get. I was. I bought packets of Walker's Max. God, I've got wind. <laughs> I'm just going to clear my palate. Walker's Max jelly. are their kind of extreme flavour brand, and the two flavours I've got here are apparently perfect with beer and are wasabi flavour and jalapeno and cheese. Extra hot. Both three fiery signals out of three. But. They are different forms of hotness, as we both have discovered. What's that was- scale that they trust? test hot sauce the Scoville 
But Wasabi doesn't go Philip on Philip Scoville gets to say how things are hot. <laughs> no, Philip not. Schofield, the cuddly <laughs> presenter. No. No, not that. star of Jason and his technical and swap shop. No. Scoville. Schofield? <laughs> Philip Schofield? <laughs> not Philip Schofield. Oh, what does Philip Schofield know? <laughs> Paul, yeah. just on a point of order here about different types of heat. Yeah. There are two main types of heat in the world of flavour heat. Right. Chilli. Yeah. Capi- capiscum, what they call it. Okay. Uh, which is measured by the Scoville unit scale. Yeah. And you have sulfurous. Scoville. <laughs> you have sulfur. Yeah. Basically sulfur heat. Okay. Wasabi, mustard, horseradish. Oh, okay. Made of mustard and horseradish. Which yeah. is, a, you can tell me from your own personal experience, it's not the same experience no, in not, your mouth it's, at it's all. A, it's a, almost like a meteor sharpness not meteor you are umami-ish so... it's more umami on the side of hot because it's got texture and ruggedness and no grit no 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 ah I'll... fuck off <laughs> i tried i'll explain it to you mustard i if... i know you don't care but I don't care I... <laughs> mustard and horseradish that type of sulfur based heat uh-huh. it if you have too much and you go oh it's in your nose. Think about it. Oh, yeah, that, it does. That feeling it's is in trapped. your nose, isn't it? Yeah. You have that kind of... But chilli does that. No, it doesn't. If you get chilli up the your chili nose... chilli burns your mouth. Yeah, but chilli... No, you put the wasabi... Put, put a spoonful of hot mustard in your mouth... No. And you'll get a burning in your nose. Anyway, we're just going to test these. I want to explain that why. I'm going to explain why. That's because they've done, they've done experiments, Paul... And the chilli receptors are all on your tongue... Whereas there's much more of the receptors that... That pick up sulphur heat in the nose. Philip Schofield. Next thing. So, we're going to try these out. Which one do you want to try first? Jalapeno and cheese or wasabi? I just want some respect, Paul. I want some respect for the stuff I know. You're going to be waiting a while. Fucking give me A long while before you get any R-E-S-P-E-C-T from me. You just listen. All right. win the segment. Take out E-C-T. What does that mean? What does that leave her with? Spect. Risk. (laughs) Rest. He doesn't say take out ECT. He goes, so take out ECT. Suck it to me, suck it to me, suck it to me, suck it. That one. What does she say? R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Find that what it means to me. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Take out ECT. Yeah, what does he say? say that. What does she say? I will... Find out. I will find out. Which one to start with? Jalapeno or wasabi? Wasabi. There you go. Now, you will see. If these are hot, you'll feel it in your nose. I feel it in my nose. And these, we're back again to the biggest crisp manufacturer on the planet. Walkers. Walkers. Or Lay's. And again, it's a good comparison, Paul. Well done for producing this show today. Um, (laughs) Max Strong with beer. It's very much on the, shall we say, blokey side, isn't it? Just like they're selling it more like a pub snack. He's huffing. Strange. Why? Oh, he's shaking the bag. Not much of a half of any much nose at all oh. there, Paul. Take a few of those out. All right. Oh, you I don't like the colour. They've got a green colour. That's wasabi. They look, oh, yeah, you're right. You just like more like potato. Not much going on, really, with the half that you can discern at all. Right. Let's test. And like McCoy's, they are r- ridged. Those are really nice. They are really nice. Not very hot, though. No. Like a mild wasabi. Very mild. Because you've got that, that horseradishy kind of... Tingle. Yeah. But it's quite sweet and nice. There's a sweetness as well. But unlike when they try and put chilli and they make it too sweet, mm. you know, like the Doritos yeah. chilli heat ones, that's nasty. The sweetness works with the wasabi more for me. 
This is that was a really nice one. That's a good crisp. I'll open the jalapeno and cheese then. And I'm these are ridged as well. I'm gonna have a huff. Oh, what? Have like. a huff. What's uh-huh. your, what are your thoughts on the hook? I won't say it until you think. I don't want to spoil your interpretation. Oh, oh, that's cinema nachos. That's it. Cinema that's nachos. That's exactly what it is. That's good. Isn't it? Take some, oh. and I'll have some. Oh, he's taking a big handful. He's confident. They're good. I mean, I like them. I like. Let's the try. Oh dear. Oh. They're really nice. They're really nice. <laughs> They're really nice. <laughs> Not mega hot, though. Maybe for the regular palate. Maybe. They've got some kick. Oh, I'm they've feeling... got a kick? Yeah. I'm not saying they don't have any heat. What I'm saying is it's not three fiery Schofields. No. No. And what I'm happy about, Paul, is I was expecting them to have that kind of sickly sweetness that we've discussed before. And didn't. No, there's some of that, but they seem to have dialed that down. It's like the cheese is an aftertaste and the... Jalapeno is a front and centre, so you get the strong bite of the jalapeno, the and then it bite. and then it kind of softens with the aftertaste of the potato and the cheese, cheese. at the finish. Yeah, oh. Oh, that's um. You can have one of those bags. Which one are you taking home with you today? <sighs> that's a toughie. It's a tough one. You're gonna go wasabi, or you're gonna go jalapeno? I'll go wasabi. All right, cool, deal, fine. Well, that's been a success. I think I prefer the wasabi slightly. Okay, that's very good. Hmm, satisfying. Very Geniuses, satisfying. they shit all over the McCoys, don't yeah. they? I mean, they had a paprika hell. one, but it wasn't heat, so I thought, ah, oh, we've done paprika. Not hot. So they fail in their, I guess, to but again, someone who had a, a less of a, a tolerance in yeah. their palate for heat, that'd probably be quite... It'd bring a bit of a sweat on. Totally. Not for me, though. Not for us, though. I just wanted to mention, before we finish this segment, Paul, yeah. um, did you try those wasabi green uh, uh, peas? Was- no, not peas. These were flat beans, you know? Oh, yeah. I didn't like the texture of the, the beans. That ruined it. The flavour was nice, but the, I don't know. It was weird. No, did you try? No, though not the ones that we had, the beef-flavoured ones. Oh. I got some wasabi-flavoured ones. Great. And um, talk about fucking hell. Those were dangerous. Like, you're not in danger. However no. many of those wasabi crispy stuff in your mouth. You could put them up your arse. Or... But you take one of those fucking... Rub it on your meters. Yes. You, you wouldn't want to do that with these flat beans, mate. You would not. Because you put a few in your mouth. You go, oh, yeah. And then it goes... In the nose. Oh, heat. He's making cartoon gestures with his hands and eyes. In the nose. There we go. It's very funny. It's very funny. You wish you could see this. Shut up, Paul. Is that it? Are we done with the section? Yes. Yeah, so, yes. League, 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 league of snacks and crisps. <laughs> and now on Cheap Show, it's time for another trip to Derek's Storyland. Uh-huh. Ah, Derek, um, quick catch up if you've never uh, been exposed to Derek. How many a- episodes ago was it now? Uh, maybe. Ten? Maybe. Something like that. A little few, a few, a few, well, not too many, but certainly. And that episode, if you do want to uh, listen to the first in this series of stories from Uncle Derek, you th- that episode is called The Brookside Tiger. It is indeed. Okay. And it's worth listening in because it's a delightful story, wonderfully told <laughs> by apparently a dirty old man. Well, he's I don't dirty. Know. The basic story is that there's a, a chap, a wonderful chap, who runs a, a YouTube channel called Video Games Basement. At Video Games Basement, if you're on Twitter. And he said, What's his name, this chap, Paul? (laughs) 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 Because my brain went blank and I can't find it. It's fine. 
Anyway. You have a real problem with names. Do you know what you have also have a problem with? Dates. You can't keep dates. You can't control. You you make mistakes around dates. Numbered dates. <laughs> he's giving me a look. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he's giving me a look. It's not a nice look. No. Okay. So, let, so video games basement. Gabe said, I've got this audio from an uncle who used to record stories and send them to us. And we thought they were deeply inappropriate and our mum had to vet them. Brilliant. So the first one was about a man who sees a tiger and the tiger dies because it sees an old man masturbating. In a nutshell. And the man dies because he uh, he does too much Viagra. Viagra. So it is uh, a morality tale yeah. and a health warning. Yes, it is. And a deeply disturbing look inside an old man's head. Yeah, because we get the idea that he used to work for a pharmaceutical company or something. Right. So that's, so that's the, the, the angle of that story. It's like, it's a wonderful drug. Right. This is meant to be a kid's show. Yeah. Why does little Timmy need, need to, know to know about the little blue pill? For Yagra, yeah. Yeah, anyway. So we've got a second story sent to us. And this one's called The Day Hang on. The Day I Bought an Egyptian Carpet. Right. I had to double check it was word perfect. The day so I bought an Egyptian carpet. We have some carpet. predictions, Paul. Yeah, go for it. I them. predict that You should write these down. He's gonna and see if they come up. Okay. Like Pass a little pen, bingo. Please. You had the pen, because didn't you write this? There's a whole trough of them over there. Thank you. There we go. Not the source trough. Three it's words. a pen trough. I'm writing four words. Yes. Derek wants... That's five words. Hang on. Derek wants to fuck a cat. <laughs> Derek wants to fuck... A sphinx. A cat. So that's six words. I'm sorry. Right. Stroke sphinx. Or stroke of sphinx, whatever yeah. he wants to do. Yeah. Very good, Paul. Thank very you very good. much. <laughs> uh, cat stroke sphinx. What's what your else? prediction? Uh, there'll be some World War reference to his time in the, in the war. Because uh, it was part of the theatre of like war, you Africa, wasn't it? Yeah, because you suggested the Second World War. Yeah, yeah, you suggested that it seems like it it, it comes from a, a time from maybe he remembers the you know the Empire days, the war, the you know what I mean. It sounds yeah. like that. Yeah. So World War Two, we think, is going to be mentioned. Okay. Any other predictions? Racism. I think there's going to be underlying racism. What they would say is kind of friendly racism. You know what I mean? That whole idea was, oh, it's just a comedy stereotype. Well, sort of structural racism yeah. from his very It's not like society. insidious. It's more like, well, he's not, oh. It's not, not hate. He's not hating. No. It's just sort of r- r- cultural racism that's yeah. just there. And that's it's just, just there. there. And yeah. Right. So what else? What else, though? Someone will die. Someone will die. I like this. Uh, what else? What about, well, what, what was the carpet? What's Do its you powers? you think the carpet's going to be some kind of genie? I think it might fly. There's even going to be something about it which has a demon in it. A magic genie. quality. To it's the... got a magic quality. The carpet has a magic quality. Yeah. And like the previous story, this will be told as if it really happened. Right. It won't be, once upon a time. It will just be, be like, I, was, I, I remember went... this. Yeah, yeah. This definitely happened. My friend died wanking. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So. Okay, well, I'm ready to start, Paul. I'm looking forward to uh, Derek. He's quite idiosyncratic uh, storyteller to say the least so let's he's um, certainly got an edge let's uh, let's hear it story time begins take and obviously we'll be pausing it throughout so that's good morning ladies and gentlemen this is Derek James of Brookside Church Water alright Derek I Fuck want me. to tell you a story about a carpet sweeper I bought in 1943 <laughs> Straight in the middle of the World War II, mate. <laughs> carpet sweeper, though. That's not a carpet. No, it's a carpet sweeper. It's one of those brushes. That Who you... titles these? He did. I'm only going by the title, so maybe there's a twist to come, all right? 
He bought it, a carpet sweeper. Maybe he wanted a carpet sweeper, and then let's not jump to too many conclusions. Someone the carpet with exactly. the sweeper or something. But the World War Two is almost certainly going to get mentioned. It No, not bang. He just said a year. <laughs> All right. So you're, it hasn't actually come true, your prediction. Right, yet, well, remember, but... this is a uh, 20 minutes long, and we can't stop every few seconds. Well, otherwise, we want it, to, don't we? We want to. <laughs> but we're going to have to just roll with okay, the Okay, let's, let's roll for a few minutes here. Whilst I was in Egypt on active service right, there you go. with the British 8th Army, and this is how the story goes. Here we go. Hurry up! When the El Alamein battle was over, Fuck's of Sicily and Italy. Myself and my friends went up as far as Rome and that was the end of the battle for us. We were brought back to base the other side of Alexandria for a complete rest, oh, which we richly deserved. All right, fair enough. He's been in a war. Alexandra is in Turkey. Major Jim Bonner, who dressed us and said he was highly delighted with the victory, that we had cleared the Germans out of North Africa once and for all, and Sicily, and cleared the Germans out of Italy up as far as Rome. He said, now we are back here at City Bush, just outside Alexandria. City Bush? Where Silly Bush. are going to get a 10 days leave. He's getting leave. Okay, right, great. Sorry, it's not in England, but it is here in Alexandria or Cairo. Oh, oh Cairo. So, been in a battle. They're getting some time off. They've gone to Italy and they've gone. Where do you want to go? Bush, Paul. He's in silly bush. He's in a silly bush. Is that just a reference to like you know because he's a war hero and like the war's over and everyone's fucking? No, I'm in silly bush. No, I don't think it's that at all. (laughs) Oh, silly amounts of bush. It's probably a a, a perfectly well-made town. Weird. I don't know. Either way. Here's where we're going. So to. he's on leave in Egypt. Is that the, that's he, he's, he gets the choice now where he wants to go? Not England, unfortunately. Did he can't he, go he, home. Did he sort of apologise for the story not yeah. being set in England? Yeah, as well. Oh, no, well, no, the, no the, the army guy was saying, "Sorry, you can't oh. go back to Britain." Oh, I see. They couldn't go straight well, back. You can right. go here or you can go to Cairo, right? Because they're sort of stranded out there after the war is over. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. them. Yeah. For them. Okay. For Jules, Tommy, the war is over. <laughs> that's what they said. All right. So they weren't Germans. No. Yeah. Well. I previously explored Alexandria in my early days in Egypt. And it had a wonderful seafront. The bathing was wonderful. Of course, it was boiling hot every day. And I really enjoyed my few days off now and again in Alexandria. But it was my desire to explore Cairo as I'd often driven through it in convoy with all my friends but we were never able to explore and of course we were only 150 kilometres from the Great Pyramids easy choice the Sphinx the Sphinx anyway on Friday night we all boarded a train for 
Cairo. We arrived in Cairo late that evening after a long, hot, tiring journey. Fucking hell. And... It's not exactly Alan fucking Wicker, is he? We were all marched to Casanil Barracks in Cairo, where we had a lovely bed waiting for us with white sheets. And you can imagine, after living on the sands in the western desert, sleeping in the backs of lorries in the heat, the dust and the flies, with only a pint of water per man per day to wash and drink. That's Hopefully not in that order. <laughs> yeah. Now, some bed here. It was heaven. Oh. We had a lovely bed. We had three good meals a day. Oh. And I spent yeah, three good meals, but one shit one. straightening out with all my friends and enjoying the well-earned rest. I'm searching my kit bag. I got out my walking out suit, that I called it. I purchased it in Alexandria. His walking out suit? Yeah, it's like going out. Oh, going I was gonna, out. <laughs> fair enough. I was going to say what? When he leaves places unexpectedly, it's like, <laughs> no. I've got to just get into my walking out suit. I'm angry. <laughs> no, he's walking out as in going out. Right, I got think. it. Yeah. All right, so he's going out on the town in Cairo. I wonder what he'll find. I so far, it's been quite dry and quite just... Dark. Boring as old yeah, hell. A bit boring yeah. as fuck. Yeah. Get to fucking things. Come on, Derek. Show us a dead man. <laughs> when I first went to Alex in 1941, as a matter of fact, I had it made. It wasn't very expensive. Tailoring was cheap out there. Uh, it was an officer-type jacket with four patch pockets. Ooh. Short sleeves. Yeah, what else you wear? Long slacks. And I had a lovely pair of brown shoes to go with it. Fucking dashing cunt. Describe more. Describe more. A walking out hat. (laughs) Which we called a Glengarry. Glengarry hat? It was perched on the side of the head. Oh, he's really into his appearance. Deep blue. Deep blue hat. And it had a gold braid. Running nice around hat. the edges, and on the front, I said, "Cock magnet." <laughs> I wore a army service core badge. Oh, fair enough. In a highly polished condition. Oh, I must say, I look the part, and often, being nearly six foot tall, I was mistaken for an officer or impersonated an officer. <laughs> <laughs> I felt refreshed. I went out alone to explore the city of Cairo. Oh, here we go. And. Fuck two (laughs) problems. You know he touted his balls, didn't he, before he went out? The Gary, that is a four wheeled Lando drawn by one horse and an Egyptian driver. I got a Gary to take me to the centre of the city. A Gary? I guess like an Uber. Didn't take very long. I paid the driver and alighted where all the shops were. And it was very, very busy. And there were nationalities from all countries in all different types of uniforms mingling with the Egyptians. The smell of Egypt 
you never forget. Oh. It is a smell on its own. And in the bazaars and the back streets, the stalls are really something. They love their brass and copper, and they're very, very clever people at engraving and actually making these things. I got to one stall, and I noticed that at the back was a tall, upright cleaner, similar to our Hoover. Oh. And it was very, very old, very old. I think the dust bag must have been made out of a goat skin or goat bladder or something. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I did. <laughs> Just him. He's such a such a character, isn't he? Yeah. He loves bits of animals. Well, <laughs> yeah, not complete animals. He likes bits of them. It's like there's an old Hoover, and it's been made, but it's got. A, a, a lamb's bladder as its yeah, hoover bag. Yeah, bladder is what he said, yeah. But I'm picturing this kind of Ed Geenian kind of horror monstrosity where, like, the hoover bit is a skull yeah. and, like, the spine the is the hand. is like a, a human femur bone. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> God, imagine pushing that round your house. Well, That's it would be dry, dried out. It wouldn't be like a wet bladder. Wouldn't no, be it'd be all dried out. It'd yeah. just be like, you know, um, a... Bagpipe. Well, they used thing. to use that as condoms, didn't they? Sheep's, yeah. Sheep's bland stomachs and stuff. Yeah, they it? did. That would be a bit off-putting. Just a bit. What's that smell of corpse? You know, I did, he didn't get too into the smell of the market. He just said it never leaves you. It but never leaves you. I'm guessing it's a kind of shitty smell. <laughs> you know, it's kind of sweaty, shitty. Well, no, I come on. Pollution-y. It's like, no, it's, they have that certain sort of uh, spices and incense. And oh, like. you think it's so more? So it's probably that. It's a it's a unique smell, so it's probably a, a sort of combination of those nice smells and then the underlying raw sewage. Probably yeah. part of it. Do you mm. know what I mean? Yeah. Well, let's find out what he does next. It's not like this... the smell of Cleveland, which is apparently just like oh shit, bad. Yeah. Sorry, Cleveland. Let the stallholders see that I was interested in it, so I just browsed around the other items on his stall. Why would you not? Because then, then he'll he overcharge. Me and he introduced himself and said his name was Hamoon. I said, What's your Christian name? He said, Fred. Hang on, sorry. <laughs> Wait, hang on, hang on. What's your white person understands name? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want this Mahmood shit. Fucking hell. Give yourself a proper ra- British Christian name. Am I ticking the cultural racism Well, box I there? don't know really, Ver. It's like I mean, maybe... he's been very complimentary towards the Egyptian so, Very complimentary. People, hasn't he? So I don't know. I don't think we're going to get there with him. I think this is going to get a little bit more just Well, mystical. Harmoon is his surname then. Mr. Harmoon. Fred Harmoon. I don't believe that for a second. That's when some... For- I don't like Johnny... Johnny fucking Brit goes over to Spain and calls everyone Fred. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, what's your name? Yeah. Adam, my name is a power. Like, I'll call oh, you John. I'll, I'll call, call you, John. you Yeah. <laughs> John, 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 John. Me, John. I'm going to pay Johns to fuck my wife. <laughs> now I'm going to watch. <laughs> All right. John, give it to her, John. And you will call me Mahmood. <laughs> right, right. So let's see what happens with this bar. John, 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 John. <laughs> Jimmy James. <laughs> I come from a town 
just outside London. Sorry, rewind. Hang on, hang on. Let's rewind a little bit. When he said, "What does he? Why did he say Fred? Then Jimmy James was Hamoon. Okay, Hamoon. I said, "What's your Christian name?" He said, "Fred." I said, "Well, mine is Jimmy. Jimmy James." It's Derek. It's Derek. Just outside London, called St. Albans. Oh. Oh, he said, I was in Luton. (laughs) (laughs) What a great anecdote. Wow. It's like when you go to America and they say, hey, where are you from, buddy? Yeah. And I go, oh, they're not really going to know where also I saw Liverpool. Yeah. Oh, do you know the Beatles? Yeah, yeah. Do you know the Beatles? Exactly. It's like that. Yeah. Yeah, Paul, Paul. Yeah. Uncle for McCartney joshes me off <laughs> every Christmas singing fucking Mull of Kint- Pull of Kintyre, more like. What about coming up? Coming up. Coming up. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? I just think that would be a better song from the repertoire to have be wanked off to by Paul McCartney to. He doesn't do a song coming called up. Coming Up, does he? Don't you know? It's a disco fucking great. Aren't you thinking of, I'm coming up? No. I've got some hot stuff for you. No. I've got my sticky glue. I'm coming up. It's just one stroke or two. That's I'm Coming Out by Diane Ross. I'm coming up. <laughs> no, it's not. I've got to squirt my glue. It's the wrong song. All over you. That's the wrong song. It's not. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> it's not George Forby doing it. Coming up. Doom, doom, doom. Coming up. <laughs> like, like a fountain don't you know this no, song I don't know it it's right. really good you'll love anyway, it he you went, would love it alright I'll check it out later it's a good disco mate here we go Luton. a McCartney disco great Luton he said I expect you know Luton I said yes I know it very very well it's where they have a large number of hat factories <laughs> I don't know if that industry still carries on it doesn't Derek Anyway, he saw that I was interested in this cleaner, which he had at the back of his store. And in the meantime, he invited me to... The thing is, he leaves too fucking long a gap in when he speaks. And he goes, fucking hell. And I'm just like, come on. Yeah. And also, the part of me is like, when he goes, he invited me, me too. I'm going to say... Whack him off! You off, fucking, <laughs> fucking jacket! Mashes meat. So it's a hard fight. It's a hard fight. It's like, oh. I, I want to interject every time he leads a gap and it's tough. He le- he's, his pace is too slow. It's we could, too for the slow. next, this is an idea for the next story. Yeah. Because I think there's been enough goodness here for us to want more stories. Oh, there's more Paul. stories yeah. to come. We could uh, play it at one and a half speed or something. Well, we'll understand it, and so will yeah, everyone else. But I could just also trim it. I was speaking to someone this weekend. Great story. And <laughs> yeah, and he said he listened to all his podcasts at one and a half or even two speed. Yeah, some people do, and those people are fucking wretched. No, it's if you're doing if you're listening wretched. to a, a, a factual. Oh, I'm too busy to take in facts. I want them no, but you, quicker, you, quicker facts. There. The point is, oh, I'm so dumb. I don't have time to think. They've demonstrated, Paul. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you I want my facts quick. No, but... Give me quick facts. Well, Paul, that's they've demonstrated that you can understand spoken language yeah. much faster pace than you can actually speak it. Yeah. Than anyone can actually speak it. I want me quick facts. You absorb it. That's the point. You still understand what's being said and you absorb it. So why not? It saves time. <sighs> I'm against not it. Not for comedy. Not I'm for against comedy. it. Comedy, obviously... timing. 
Yeah, it ruins the pace. Ruins timing. But does he listen to this podcast 1.5 speed? He, he doesn't. No, none, none of my friends listen to this podcast. Good. All your friends are cunts. Fuck me. All of them. Every single one. <laughs> <laughs> hate them. Shut up, Paul. I hate them. All right, good. And if you listen and go, oh, not all of his friends don't listen, you all don't listen. All right? Paul, calm down. There was a cat. <laughs> right, let's get on Come with on, it. let's have Derek. Almost halfway through. First of all, I said, you have the same name as the great king of Egypt, Tutankhamun, who died 3,000 years ago. Oh. oh, yes, he said. I'm his brother. I said, you what? He said, I'm his brother. I didn't query it. Why? Why, Why didn't not? you query it? A man who's been <laughs> dead for thousands of years goes, oh, yeah, I'm his brother. Yeah. How? How are you? How is that how, possible? How are you? Now, I'm just going to go out and say that he ends up being the real king of You Egypt. think he hasn't diverted from reality yet, Paul? Has he? I has think he? already... This doesn't sound made up yet, no, does it? This, all, this little bit now is getting a little this bit Mr. Ben. This is the jumping ben. off point. It's a little bit Mr. Yeah. Ben. You know, the little shop keeps going to come out with his fares. Ding, ling, ling. What do you want to dress up as today, Mr. Ben? Oh, today I really want to mash my spuds wearing a fucking <laughs> costume from the medieval times. <laughs> Because that's what he did. He mashed his spuds. Mr. Ben used to mash his spuds. I'm putting it gently for onanism. Mr. Ben is a cartoon series for kids where a man goes into a cosplay shop, dresses up, beats his meat. He doesn't beat his meat. There's no And he's fantasising about, oh, I'm rescuing her from a dragon. Oh, I'm dressed as a knight. It's a fantasy, but there's and no actual... And then he walks out the shop, tips his bowler hat, and the shopkeeper goes, I've got to clean this spunk up. <laughs> Every fucking... T- he pays well, yeah. and I keep my gob shut. Can you imagine if we got a letter from Mr. Ben's shopkeeper? Tales from the shop floor. This man comes in and wags dressed <laughs> as a princess. <laughs> anyway. All right. It was so old. It was like parchment paper hanging in folds over his cheeks. His eyes were really sunk oh, into the back of his head. What? Is this Fred now? He's say- no, he's saying the old man he's talking to, Fred Mahmood, is old. His skin's like parchment paper. His features are dra- hanging. He's old. You see where he's potentially going with this? He's an old man. Yeah. He's got a magic carpet beater. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I've got a magic carpet beater. <laughs> I've got a magic beater. I'll beat myself off. None of this is working. <laughs> <laughs> Story. And his eyebrows. I don't think he'd ever cut them since the day he was born. I haven't. I haven't. He didn't look ugly. And yet he was far from handsome. Come on. Uh. I never believed that his brother was... He was the brother of Tutankhamun. No, the no, great he wouldn't. King of Egypt. No, probably right there. Anyway, Stay cautious. He invited me to have a cup of coffee with him. Oh. And I loved Egyptian coffee. I'd already tried it in Alexandria, and it's delicious if it's properly made. He's a right fucking Jude of charm as this one, isn't he? a very tiny copper jug on a long hand, which he heated over a flame. At the side of his stall. I mean, he likes his I detail. I don't know what the flame was or how it was kept alive. I don't think it was gas. Oh, poor... Derek, yeah. Uh, he loves his detail, but then when he goes, he I just goes too far with a type of gas. Which he was making me. It's all getting a bit Tolkien. 
It was delicious. Right. And on the table was a large bowl of fruit, beautiful black grapes, bananas, right. oranges, yeah, yeah. lemons. Right, right, all the fruit. And on the table were little tiny brass and copper bowls, beautifully engraved, beautifully done, all very shiny. And each was filled with different kinds of nuts from all over Egypt and the Middle East. Not dolls. Cashew nuts and all that sort of thing. Anyway, anyway. we finished the coffee. Yeah. And it was getting round to midday. So do you think the story should start? And our talking was interrupted by an English girl in uniform coming up to the store. Oh, hello, governor. There she goes. She comes in and goes, hello, governor. No, she doesn't. She does. She comes in and goes, oh, don't you look smart in your hat. Are you an officer? Oh, I'm getting all frothy. Oh, I'm not an officer, but I do have an orifice. Paul. That, that can be filled. Paul. With your fat hands. Paul. What? Why? I didn't say the committee doesn't approve don't of this. Don't you fucking bring in the committee. Now, admittedly, I thought that interjection was going to be much funnier than it was. <laughs> it was so, not funny. I'm going to just... Your hello, governor. I mean, it was weak. It was weak. The concept was weak. The execution was worse. And can we just sweep it under the Egyptian carpet? Oh, nicely done. Now, link back in. <laughs> Asking for the price of a bottle of perfume, ah. which he purchased. All right. Anyway, anyway, no bearing on the story. We got round to twelve o'clock, right? And we still hadn't agreed on a price for this sweeper, right? Of course, if you purchase anything in Egypt, one always bartered the price. You never paid the price asked, never. Anyway, I got him down to twenty pounds. He wanted fifty. And I said, uh, there must be Egyptian that's pounds. impossible, because I don't earn that in a year in the British Army. Anyway, he agreed, but we didn't use the traditional method of shaking hands to tense the deal. Right, what do you think he did? <laughs> <laughs> they did the traditional method of joshing off. Yes. No. Good but- deal. Good deal. I'm happy with that. Twenty pounds and come. <laughs> no, but Paul. Yeah, he said. Yeah, I got him down to twenty pounds, down from fifty, and he said he makes. I don't make fifty in a year. Yeah, how can he afford to? If he makes less than fifty in a year, how can he afford twenty? But that sounds like a huge amount of money. Sounds like well, the money he's spending on his hat and his on clothes. On an antique carpet sweeper made of dead animals. Made of dead animals. Yeah. Why does he want it so much? I don't know. Why is he prepared do with it? to pay? It, I'm it assuming would... at least half of what you earn in a year. How could he do that? All I know. How could he spend half of what he earns on a year on a, for all he knows, broken carpet cleaner with a pig's bladder on it? I don't know. I don't know. All I, I know. Call bullshit. All I know is that he would be awful on bargain hunt. Yeah. You know? How, how much for that small glass ashtray? It's £50,000. Oh. Will How much you... do you make in a year? I if you don't mind me asking, sir. Nineteen thousand a year. All right, I'll do it for fifteen grand. Oh, that's very kind of you. Do you know what I mean? Here's everything I own. <laughs>
for that. <laughs> and then, dit, 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 we're at the auction. Now, you paid £15,000, that's right, isn't it, for this ashtray? And hello, welcome to the auction today. And we have oh, a, the pig's it. bladder a sweeping item here. Very oh. good item, lots of interest. Got oh. interesting on the internet. So let's start this off at £2. Sold! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've made a blunder. Next up, it's a pig's ear purse with some poo-poo in. <laughs> so, Derek, you paid £15,000 for that bladder thing, and uh, you made £2, so that means you've met, you've lost... Paul can't do the maths. Paul can't do the maths. £14,998. Oh. And then you... <laughs> Here we go. Not yet, because I had a trump card up my sleeve, uh-huh. and I played it there and then. I said, Fred, I will have your sweeper if you hail the next Gary that comes past your store. Let me get aboard to carry me and my Hoover sweeper back to Casanil Barracks. He said, Jimmy, you drive a hard buggy. What? <laughs> I said, Fred, and so do you. With that... Hail me a cab? Yeah. And Does I he say he should pay for the cab? No, he just said, just I'll get pay me a you cab. this if you get me a cab That's and like a saying, board to put the thing that's on. That's like saying, okay, yeah, I'll pay half my yearly salary for this broken old gory cleaning machine yeah but tell you what you got to sweeten the deal yeah phone uber for me all right yeah i'll do that <laughs> <Fuck's sake. laughs> oh mr hard bargain oh you want 15 grand for this do you well i tell you what i'll pay it if you put it in a bag <laughs> you put it in a bag for it's me it's so terrible Anyway, maybe it, that... Derek does not strike me as someone who's good with money. But maybe there's a twist to come on that. Maybe there's a catch. <laughs> Who knows? We've we should never doubt Derek. This story's not as good as the tiger. Wait, we've still got twenty seven minutes left. Fuck. No, we don't. <laughs> Fuck it. We are oh nine minutes left. We're ha- okay. over halfway. He needs to pick it up. I got aboard, and Fred followed with the upright cleaner in his hand and put it in the carriage after me. We shook hands, and I said goodbye. I never saw Fred again. Wasn't the guy from the first story called Fred? He fucking was. The vet was called Fred. I can't remember. He was. This cleaner I'd taken home, and my wife was not interested. Don't fucking blame her. (laughs) So, she bought the modern one, and my precious antique finished up in a cardboard box at the back of the cupboard where it lay forgotten for many, many years. Right. Okay. In the meantime... Can I just say... Can I just say... What? Here's how I tell the story so far. One day I was in the army and we had a big battle and I got some time off. So I went to Egypt and I saw this man selling a weird looking hoover. So I bought it. Yep. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so far, that's the story. Yeah. Well, it's now it's gone a bit sort of like Ark oh, of the Covenant. Okay, I, correct. I bought it and it's been in the shed for 30 yeah, years. Yeah, it's been in the shed for 30 right. years. My wife wasn't interested. I thought that was like full stop. I thought there'd I be more the hoover back. 
my wife wasn't interested. New sentence. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Of course she's not interested. Oh, honey, I've got you something nice from Cairo. What is it, darling? It's this corpse come over <laughs> hybrid. <laughs> and the great thing is, I'm it, not interested in sex no, with you. But as it, I do, I wanted to divorce. As its fleshy chunks fall off, it sucks it up. It sucks off its own fleshy chunks. <laughs> <laughs> It's like There's a your t-shirt. Uh, it's like a uh, um, uh, uh, Henry. Yeah. Oh, a, yeah. Like Henry. A horrible Henry. Hor- yeah. No, Henry. What's he called? He's just Henry called Hoover. Henry. Yeah. He sucks up all the filth. Yeah, he does. Uh, and does a mean sax solo, according <laughs> to the underground. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. My wife passed away. Oh, shit. Oh, God. <laughs> now, I'm living in Cornwall. Great story. <laughs> <laughs> that we had then. Also, packed up, and then I thought it was about time I pressed my antique into service. I telephoned a firm in Camborne, Troiko Limited, and said, Could you overhaul an antique carpet sweeper for me? I said, yes. I said, my friend Ken will deliver it to you on a Monday morning. Is that all right? And she said, yes, that's all right, Mr. Ken. <laughs> I said, when you get it stripped out, will you please telephone me and give me some idea of the cost? Because I said I'm not prepared to spend a fortune on it. But you did. You already spent did. A fortune on you it. already fucking did, mate. On the Monday, he delivered it, and on the Tuesday, the telephone went. Fucking hell. And Mr. James said, "Yeah, Froyko here." He said, "The fitter has examined your cleaner." He said, "He's never seen such an old one." in all his years of experience. He said, it was packed full of sand for a start. I said, well, I'm not surprised. It come from a sandy country. I said, is it built on sand? It's all sand everywhere. It's in your flock, it gets in your ears, in your eyes, in your food. All right, mate, we were just saying it was full of sand. (laughs) Don't be a dick. In the Western Desert. So I said, I'm not a bit surprised. Anyway, she said, another thing, he found the skeleton of a fly wedged under the rubber belt that drives the brushes. Uh, Sorry, I'm I'm sorry, sorry. I'm I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Derek, you are insane. You're a weirdo. Can I just ask a stupid stupid question? (laughs) And that stupid question is... Do flies have skeletons? And the answer, Paul... Yes. No, they do <laughs> right, not. Okay. I was just thought I'd check. That's one of the things that defines them as an insect. They have hard shells, but no... Structure uh, within. No no skeleton. Yeah. No. There's a word for that, isn't there? It's an exoskeleton. Yeah. Yeah. They have a carapace. The that... best kind of skeleton is an exoskeleton. Yeah. <laughs> well, no. I'd prefer to have an internal really? skeleton. Really? You'd rather not be, like, a hard on the outside. And... They are invertebrates, which means they don't have a backbone. Which yeah. Is like, and, yeah. A bit like you, isn't it? What? What have I? When have I been a coward? You are a coward because you won't eat insects. That's not being a coward. It certainly is. It's not. It's just having 
respect for myself. No. But you no respect no for res- our, our show. Cheap have- show, Paul, where in which, in which we... I, I'm going to eat some mucky shit and expect <laughs> my co to put it in his mouth too. That's what I'm going to do. I'll eat poo. I'll eat shit. I'll eat bugs. Because I want to be popular. <laughs> you fucking... Fuck oh, what? I'll go on your part. I'll eat your shit. Jesus. You could be one of those guys who appears on TV to Just eating demeaning crap. shit. <laughs> no, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. You are. I won't. And today on Blue Peter, Eli's going to eat a pizza full of dog turds. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, they found (laughs) Arnold Schwarzenegger in there. They also said they found a skeleton, quote unquote, of of a fly fly in a hoover in the fan belt and a bag of sand in its belly. The sand, it was full of sand, he said. Yeah, but under the the rubber seal on some part of it. Yeah, yeah. Let's see what else it's got. A dead fly would be a better way of putting it. Just a, 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 a squash fly. Why would you mention that? No, no. We'll see. Maybe we'll I find out. I reckon there's going to be some kind of Egyptian god in the hood. Well, let's find out. We're getting close to the finale because okay. by fuck, it needs to have something happen in it. Yes, I said. And what else did he find? And when he opened the goat's bin bag, he found the complete skeleton of a donkey. Of course there was a donkey. Of course there was a donkey corpse inside. <laughs> what? How do you get a full-size donkey skeleton body? You You've done a big snot down your fucking face, mate. It's funny, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm going to be... Th- <laughs> it's gone now, Paul. <laughs> the snot's gone, Paul. I'm sorry. Oh. You made me laugh. I got the bubblies. I apologise. Are you okay? <laughs> just, the image. Oh, the image. Just the image is, sorry. Well, you don't peek. Don't peel back the curtain. I couldn't. Have, oh. Every time I close my eyes, I see it. <laughs> <laughs> so the bag's full of. It's a complete skeleton of a donkey, Paul. I don't think it can have been ever, any clearer about what's in the in the so goat skin bag. So what is the Hoover massive? Is it a giant hoover that has a bag big enough to contain a donkey skeleton? Is it or even a baby donkey would be still big? It'd still be quite a large bundle of bones, yeah, a complete it, skeleton. It'd be of a like donkey. a pillow sized thing at, at least. least. Oh. Well, that is, I mean, a pillow, you know. Yeah. Maybe you could. Maybe. But look, let's just see where this goes. Oh, I said that's interesting. No, it's not oh, interesting. I said that's not all. At the back of the sweeper. There was a metal plate which said this sweeper was once the property of the great boy king of Egypt. Oh, for fuck's fuck sake! Off. Weak! Weak! I'm the king boy child of Egypt. I'm going to hoover donkey. I'm going to hoover fly. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to hoover donkeys. I'm going to hoover donkey. He's insane. I'm Derek going to is insane. He's gone a bit doolally. He's nuts, isn't he? So is this bag like the TARDIS, where it's small on the outside, but inside... It t- travels through time. The boy king, Tutankhamun. Maybe it's like a genie. Maybe it's like a well, genie's lamp. I think we can tick that off, can't we? See, that's sort of... It, it's magic, isn't it, in some There's way? a magic... Well, I mean, we still haven't gotten to the finale yet. We're still a good... It would have to be magic if it survived since the time of the pharaohs. We're still a good five minutes away from the denouement. So, uh, I would like to see the spirit of Tutankhamun 
Well, we might get lucky. Let's find out. And it was stolen by an Englishman named Howard Carter. And after that, nobody knows where it went. How would that so say that on the plaque on the, the on the fucking thing? How could that say be written on the plaque? Nobody knows where this went. <laughs> no, do you know this what I mean? thing you're holding? Nobody yeah. knows where it is. You know what I mean? Derek, proofreading. Now, what we could argue is that the legend is an Englishman stole it back in the day and it went missing. So just the sign saying it belonged to this teenager, this boy king, right? That could be enough for the history buffs to go, aha, uh-huh, yes, ah, ah, it was stolen by this. Yes. Now I'm just going to go I say. I think Henry Carter was but, the guy. But, 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 but let's just also think hundreds of thousands, well, not hundreds of thousands, thousands of years ago when the Egyptian Empire reigned, no Englishman, no England. No, no. but I think he's referring to Henry Carter, I think is the famous Egyptologist who they discovered. found Tutankhamen. Yeah, and it's a very famous story, isn't it? Because it was the, the first time in the modern age that a complete yeah. a tomb, Egyptian tomb of a pharaoh had been discovered. Yeah, in its condition that it was in. Yes. Yeah, so let's. So even by that logic, is like, oh, look at all these golds and diamonds and riches. Yes, there and riches. a hoover. That's the one I'm taking. That's mine. Yes, and make sure you do an engraving saying how it could never be yeah. found. Yeah, just make sure that this thing can never be found. Just, just put it, just put it behind the donkey. <laughs> just, just put it there. Just... Hoover up these fucking donkey bones, will you, with this three thousand year old <laughs> sweeping machine? Right, let's go. Let's see where it goes. The antique cleaner, which I brought home from Egypt. Anyway, Kane collected it two days later. And it's in beautiful working order. When my home help came on the Tuesday morning, I said to Sandra, we've been without a cleaner now, Sandra, for a fortnight. But my cleaner is back now. And take great care of it. Anyway. <laughs> Excuse me, love. You've not been doing your fucking job for a fortnight. So get this corpse hoover to do fucking job for you. <laughs> Derek, what do you want us to do with this complete donkey skeleton? <laughs> uh, you, you can keep it. Yeah, hold that. Yeah. You keep it with the plaque and the fly. Fucking hell. Right, so fly so, skeleton. So Sandra's now going to use the hoover. Now, I presume it doesn't plug in. I'm sure it's one of those ones that you move around the floor. I think that's what he means by a sweeper rather than an actual Hoover. Yeah. Because Hoover was the brand name for the first vacuum cleaner, wasn't it? So it's one of the ones with the brushes that just. Yeah, I think it's one of those things you. They had a bag. Yeah. Did they have bags? Yeah, I think they did. There's no suction. Well, I don't don't know, but let's just not. He says sweeper. He's not using vacuum cleaner. No. He's not. Vacuum isn't. Uh, Either way, it's a no thing one, with a stick it, with a bag you know what, on. Paul? What? I don't think it exists. Oh, now, Eli. I don't think you're... it truly exists. No, Eli. It's all real. Let's see where we go. What does Sandra? Sandra gets haunted by the mummy. That's what I'd like to see. Let's see it. I sat in the lounge watching television and I heard the sweet hum of the cleaner. It must be electronic. The carpets in the hallway. Suddenly, there was a shriek. I wondered whatever was wrong. I got up. I dashed into the hallway. Sandra stood there, looking white, shaken, and shocked. I can't take it. 
It better not be just this him, him mate wanking again on the. St- it's like this. This does every story end with his dead mate found with his pants and his gorge penis, and someone seeing it and being scared to death. Oh, I think oh, I think this is, we're we're in the final hurdle now. So oh, Derek. let's just relax and let's just see what scared oh, Sandra Derek. so much. The worst build-up to the worst denouement of all time. Well, we've still got a few minutes. Let's see what happens. Oh, Derek. I said, whatever's the matter, she said, it's the carpet, Derek, the carpet, and my teeth, and my teeth, and an item of lingerie, which I dare not tell you. What? What's going on? Hang on. Hang on. Oh, no. It's like, Paul, it's like in a few moments, it's like I'd fallen asleep and I'm no longer... (laughs) You know, actually awake. I'm having a dream about listening to this story by Derek. But it's no. And my teeth. And my, my, my teeth. And, and she her, says that twice. She and says my teeth. The carpet, my teeth, and, and my lingerie. Teeth. And yeah, an item of lingerie. He so says. can I just say, <laughs> the Hoover somehow managed to suck up the carpet. It's fucking assaulting her. Her teeth, and then pulled her knickers off. Yeah. <laughs> right. Twanged her bra. Yeah. But he doesn't want to say it's for kids, so he doesn't want to describe the actual item. It pulled down her dirty grantees, and I saw everything. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what's going to happen? I don't know. We've just... He must be lonely. His wife's passed, you know. He probably has feelings (laughs) for Sandra that are bubbling just under the surface of this story, (laughs) one feels. Right. Because this didn't happen, but he's now imagining his carer who comes in. What? And gets her knickers sucked off. What about the female officer who turned up and goes, can I have some perfume? That was it. She just, that was it. Perhaps Sandra is her. Well, I don't think no. so. No. I went along to the bathroom and there was no carpet on the floor. The little chocolate mat, which was under the hand bosun, had gone. Sandra stood there looking so shocked. I felt terrible. I wished the ground would open and swallow me up. Why, what have you done? I took the hoover from her hand. I undid the bag. I opened the bag, and in there, sure enough, were the powdered remains of the lovely blue-fitted carpet from out of my bathroom, and also the powdered remains of the little blue chocolate-coloured rug from under okay, the hand. Okay, stop it right now. He is insane. The little blue chocolate-covered rug is what he just said, I know, Paul. but also... We he both did, heard it. But he also said the powdered remains. <laughs> so that means it's been eviscerated as it's come into the bag. And now there's multicoloured ash. I don't know. <laughs> it's so weird. I, I presume he's just not explaining himself well, but... He's not explaining anything. Oh, I've, I feel like I've... Two more minutes. Fuck. It's not going to end well. Absolutely minced beyond recognition. Minced carpet. And in amount that were the fine red shreds of silk, the item that Sandra lost. It got a bra. It got her knickers. 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 Silk red silk knickers. The thing has pulled her knickers off. Yeah. What, Derek? You fuck you. I don't. You. Derek, you... Here's what happened. Someone came in and went, we've had a complaint from your carer. Why? Well, um, she alleges, and I know it's a, t- it's a tough thing to admit to you, Derek, but he, she alleges that while she comes to yours, you steal her underwear? No. 
well, why did we find her red knickers in your house the other day? Ah, well, I bought a Hoover. (laughs) (laughs) That's where the story came from. Maybe. I accidentally sucked up her knickers. (laughs) And... They're racy as well, aren't they? Red silk. Silk. That is racy. They're not like, you know, they're not the kind of lingerie you would uh, use if you're just on the job cleaning someone's pants. Just You'd normal have your pants. normal pants on, wouldn't Not you? Yes. Unless she's trying. Unless you're, you're trying to fucking get Derek's money. Oh, well, our best Well, bet. you can't have it. Hello, I Gaffner. spent it all. <laughs> oh, I bent over. Show you my knickers. Oh, that'll put me in your will, won't it, Derek? No, because I spent all my earnings on a bone hoover. <laughs> <laughs> but worse was to come. Fucking hell. I up. felt right at the bottom of the bag. And in the fine powdered meth, I retrieved her dentures. Ah. They were blue. What? What? Why are they blue? Why was the chocolate-coloured mat blue? Why is everything blue? Why is everything blue? Apart from her knickers, which are red. Red. Clearly red. And, fair enough, dentures. That means Sandra's an older lady who dresses up like a slut for her job. (laughs) Let's just be honest. Let's just be honest. Going over there with their red Why knickers. Is she going over there with showing red them to on? an old man. How disgusting. This story is. Dis- Sandra's the criminal. <laughs> She's, She's a blue teeth tooth. No, Sandra's just some poor woman who does her job brilliantly and gets roped into these fucking dodgy stories. Come on, we're nearly there at the end. I just held them in my hand and looked at her. She looked so distraught. Mm-mm. I thought, good God, what am I going to do? Apologise, walk out. What am I going to do? And suddenly, everything went so quiet. Is he going to kill her? So quiet. The spirit of Tutankhamun. You could have heard a pin drop. And then, slowly, I opened my eye. And it was morning. And I could hear the birds singing. Outside my bedroom window, and the doves cooing in the trees. <laughs> I leapt out of bed. I, I dashed did. along to the bathroom. Oh. And there was my blue carpet. Oh. Still in place, where it always had been. Oh. And my little chocolate brown bag <laughs> was under the handpost. Yes. I wasn't invested in that part of the plot, mate. I really wasn't. And that is how I come to be the proud owner of a very old carpet sweeper. Goodbye. Goodbye. What the f- (laughs) No! No fart! I absolutely did not. (laughs) You know I'm going to sample it. You know I'm going to make that louder in the air. No, don't. Oh, mate. (laughs) It smells like someone's opened a bone hoover. <laughs> Fucking hell. Sorry, just unzipped my bone hoover bag. <laughs> now, so it was all a dream. It was all a dream. So basically, this story is about a man who once bought a hoover, forgot about it, then had a stroke, and imagined he's <laughs> clean his lady's knickers. He is a dirty, dirty... Dirty old man. Insane old man. T- to quote Steptoe and Son... You dirty old man. Yeah, fucking you hell. You dirty old man. Fucking hell, man. Now, it lacked the uh, right, sheer how shock. How many of these did we get right? Have a quick sum up. 
Derek wants to fuck a cat. No, sadly. I mean, we got a donkey, but there was still, no... There was still a sort of um, very barely masked yeah. sexual desire for Sandra well, there. Because my... her knickers, basically. Yeah. Her racy knickers. Her racy red knickers. Um, can World I... War II. Yeah, Bosch. Racism. No, he nah, seems quite... Not really. Uh, no, it's fine. Quite, he admired Cosmopolitan. The, he... He admired the Egyptian people, and, and he, he sort of the mingling of cultures. He sort of was uh, yeah. seemed to be very positive about multiculturalism, yeah. saying that there was a lot of different people from all different nations in yeah. uh, downtown Cairo. So no, okay, someone dies, a donkey, no. donkey, and a fly. I'm ticking that. Here's my question: carpet though. equals magic is the last thing on my list. Yes, yes, magic Hoover. Now here's here's my problem. It's a dream. One, you have it's, one problem. Yeah, one problem. It's, it's a dream. Yeah. When did the dream start? Because did it when start he was... when he was in Egypt, buying it from a man he thought was the brother of that king? Did it begin when he got the phone call from them saying you had a hoover? <laughs> you know what I mean? There's no way you can tell. There's the only part of that story where he goes, and then I woke up and I had a sticky mess all <laughs> over <laughs> of my belly. I bet he did. Yeah, I bet you could hear did. the birds. You go, oh, Sandra. That is terrible. I he's dreamt insane. of you last night. Did he, you? He's insane. How can you have the power? How can you distinguish the powder of a blue chocolate coloured mat from that of a blue carpet? Mate, we these are questions that we will never have answered. We will never have answers. We will never know. All we know is that once again, Derek delivers. He's delivered the goods. And to be fair, it subverted our expectations. He's delivered the goods. So thank you very much, Uncle Derek. Uncle Derek. You joy. You dirty mad twat. we're out and we're out that's been cheap joe for another episode and thank you very much for listening if you support us on patreon thank you for doing so i do want to come round. i do want to come round. are you talking to someone specifically <laughs> no all right well, all the patrons well just shut up while i do the admin. i'll come round. shut up i'll be there shut up <laughs> don't you fucking dare do that <laughs> Like the committee says. What's the committee? The committee says Brandoff is the ah, axe from ah, the show. Ah, ah, we've got something to look at, Paul. There might be a new segment born on our show. Let's find out. The people's vote. Uh, I've got to go back on the internet because, you know. That's... Go back on the internet and t- tell me I'm victorious. <sighs> right. What, the results are in. Hang on. I've got to pick it up first. Profile. Here we go. Go to the right tweet. Okay. I want to see this. You can't be lying. No, I won't lie to you. Patreon.com forward slash Cheap Show if you'd like to help support the show and keep us running as a weekly funny format and video episodes to come. Soon, keep so. me in oil. Specialist oil. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do you care about Eli Snoid's sauce trough? I asked. Yes or no? After uh, two hours, here are the votes as they stand. There have been 124 votes at this point. People who said yes, 85%. People who said no, 15%. Comments such as R2 says, I'm deeply invested in it. Michael yes. Curling says, the under section of my table have been dubbed by my friends as the source corner. People have spoken. The people. Rhiannon says, quite low on my to care about list. I'm not going to lie. Good old Rhiannon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah. I win. Uh, no. I, I, mean, I, I win. Well, no. Let me just rephrase that. This is a referendum. It's not legal. So I don't have to go by the vote. Do, 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 do. And source when I report. say, do I care about source troughs? 
It didn't say, should I make a segment out of it? That was not the question. You're so, going back on what you said. I don't which care. Which is, you said that you, we could I have a I said the NHS would get an extra £355 <laughs> million a year. Oh, look, that was satire. Give me a five. Oh, yeah. You've done a good little Brexit satire, <laughs> Paul. Well Brexit done. Satire. You feel good. Even though it's disastrous for our country. Yeah, it really is. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but in well, all seriousness... There's a government run by absolutely rancid yeah. cunts. Yeah. 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 Self-serving... Yeah. Political, yeah. no, to be honest, yeah. I mean, I don't like to get political. It's quite on the show, depressing, but this con- humanity's fucked. Do you know what they're having now? The Tories, a, a leadership contest. Oh, oh good. Oh, fucking good. Oh, but to sack race. Fucking hell. Do you know who's the favourite? Boris Johnson. Of course he has, because he had a haircut. Every time you get a haircut, it means all of a sudden you're not a fucking mad cunt anymore. <laughs> right. Welcome to Paul, Cheap But show. in all seriousness, we're welcome. starting the podcast. Let's <laughs> <laughs> start the podcast boom, again. Boom, 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 <laughs> right. We've in all seriousness, oh, Paul. Just one last thing. Yeah. The people have spoken. Yeah. And I'm actually going to take that as fact. All right. And there is a source report. Look out. Well, you look have... out for the next source report, ladies and gentlemen. There'll be all sorts of sources and things related to source in the source report. I'll be pulling out of that section. Uh, You'll be pulling out. You can follow us on Twitter at the Cheap Show Pod at Paul Gannon Show or Eli Snoid, E L I S N O I D. If you want to email us about anything, things you found, things you've seen, things you've heard, thecheapshow at gmail.com. Uh, what else? We're on Tumblr, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram. Uh, website is www.thecheapshow.co.uk. That accompanied this episode, you can go and look at there so you can see and there the will be, have been playing. There will with. be a photo of the sources. No, there won't be. <laughs> I'm going to put my it on committee my. Has just said, no, I'll no. put it on my Twitter. The committee has just said that fucking, there will be no source. Don't start a war with me, do Paul. Don't fucking. T- you want to go to war? Do, do you want to go to war? I fucking want to go to war with you. You're going to have. Mate. You're going to have fucking hot sauce down your meters <laughs> in the night. Well, I'll make love to you in your sleep, little girl. Okay, that was fucking horrible. <laughs> don't say that ever again. Well, why? What do you mean, why? <laughs> what part of what you said isn't troublesome? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing! You're going to fucking finding Neverland this fucking show. Right, we're over. Goodbye. Goodbye. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Cheap Show, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>